Good afternoon, church family. Welcome to this week's Midweek Manna. We're going to be looking at the theme of worship being the antidote for worry. Big thing there, something that can certainly uh, help us all spiritually. So let me open up with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God, we certainly turn our hearts, our faces, Lord, to you this day and every day of our lives. Worry does uh, creep up. As a matter of fact, worry has a, a tendency of plaguing our minds even, Lord. So there's a solution, and that solution uh, is you, O oh God, uh, with the worship, the uh, presence, Lord, of uh, your very self in, Lord, our spirits and uh, hearts this day. So bless this time of manna, Lord. May it be uh, spiritual nourishment for those who watch it. We ask this in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Church, I am turning to Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Uh, I would invite you to turn with me. If you have your Bibles handy here, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14, it says this, Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. Church, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So, a, a devotion about uh, worship being the antidote for worry. God made you for five purposes. Worship, fellowship, discipleship, ministry, and evangelism. But you can't fulfill <clears throat> those purposes on your own. It's not a solo act. You were created for community. The only way you can fulfill God's purposes in your life is with people giving you spiritual, biblical input. You need a church family. Why? Because the church, church helps you center your life around the Almighty God. God didn't put you on earth to live a self-centered life. He wants to be at the core of your life. He made you to love one another because he loves you. And he wants you to love, of course, him back. In a sense, God says, I want to be the hub of your heart. I want to be the focus of your attention. I want to be the center of your life. I want to be the axis of your existence. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.14, reading a different translation, it reads, Christ's love has the first and last word in everything that we do. A firm decision is to work from this focused center. A good way of putting that. So how can you tell that Christ is at the center of your life? Good question. Here's what... Pastor Rick says, you stop worrying. How about that? Let me, let me repeat that. How can you tell that Jesus Christ is at the center of your life? You stop worrying. From Philippians 4, 6 through 7, 
It says this, It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. There's a word for this. It's called worship. When you focus your life on God, you worship. And worship is the antidote for worry. If you want to worry less, guess what? Worship more. When are you supposed to worship? Well, the Bible says you have six days when you can do your work. But the seventh day of each week is holy because it belongs to me, God says. No matter where you live, you must rest on the Sabbath and come together for worship. That comes from Leviticus 23.3. Once a week, God wants you to come together with other believers to refocus, recalibrate, and recenter your life on Him. Now, where are you supposed to do this? Where are you supposed to worship? Well, biblically speaking, from the book of Acts 42, it says they worship together regularly in the temple. You can see that God meant for you to be a part of a body a body of believers, a congregation, a group of like-minded people, a church family. A church family helps you to focus and center your life around God so that you can ultimately fulfill His purpose. So, here's some things just to think about, okay? Three questions. What is one thing that you've been worrying about? Probably not one thing, right? But a a list of things that you've been worrying about. What are those things? And how can you turn that worry to worship today? How do you think your life would change if you gave all of your worries to Jesus and allowed him to be at the center of your life? And in practical terms, what can a church family do to help you refocus your life on God? God made you to love you. And one of the places that you see that most clearly is on the cross at Calvary. Through Jesus' death and resurrection, God made it possible for you to become part of his family for eternity. No matter what you've done or where you've been, you've got a place in God's forever family ready and waiting for you. The invitation always should be wide open. Just believe and receive. Are you ready, church? Are you ready? Well, here's a prayer that you can start with. Let us pray together. Dear God, I know when I die, I am going to give an account of my life to you. I know that I have sinned against you and I have lived by my own means, my own standards, my own way, and not yours. But Lord, I want to change that starting right now. I want to turn away from my own sin and toward you. Lord, thank you for sending Jesus to die for all that I have done wrong so that I do not have to pay the penalty. I know that I deserve your forgiveness, O oh God. I know only your grace can save me, Lord. I could never be good enough to get it into 
a perfect place. So Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you took all of my guilt upon yourself. You made me acceptable for heaven. And I humbly ask you to save me now. I believe in you, Jesus, and I believe that you will keep your promise to save me instantly, certainly, completely, and eternally. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So church, be thinking and uh, putting prayer to your worries and how worship with the Lord can help to alleviate that worry. I will look forward to seeing you in person or online for worship as we do just that. Glorify God's name in this Advent season. On that note, you have a wonderful and blessed day. Take care and may Jesus be with you this day and always. Amen.